Shut up and sit down. Hey, what's going on, everyone? Mike, just Mike, is back. <laughs> so, sorry, Melissa couldn't get away today. She actually uh, with uh, co-op for homeschool stuff, and now she's on the Little League board. Um, she's kind of busy with meetings and doing homeschool with other parents and other stuff. So, uh, that's where she's at today. So, But I felt that we needed to get everything out. There's been a lot going on, especially this week. And let's get to it. Um, the first thing I wanted to talk about is uh, Sislek. So he came out and made a made an announcement um, on lowering restrictions. So currently, let me look at my notes here. Um, he posted some statistics saying that... Um, the amount of positives per cases is down to 7.8% uh, within a seven-day average. Uh, hospitaliz- hospitalizations are down 55 days. So almost two months, hospitalizations have been down. People have been yelling at him, saying hospitalizations have been down. And he, he's now finally saying something about it um even medical professionals have all been saying there's nothing really going on they're not busy in fact a lot of medical professionals are being laid off if not uh furloughed to because of the lack of business that they because it's a business just like any other business that's out there uh they need patrons or patients um to come in do whatever service like whatever surgeries checkups whatever um and they need to pay for those for those services, um, and people aren't doing that for one because there's people they got so scared a lot of them, um, and two, um, you know people are just not going in period because they just they don't want to put up with it. They uh, people aren't. I can tell you that I didn't even I was supposed to do my physical my annual physical and I didn't even do that. So even little things like that, that's, that's causing these, these offices, these hospitals to suffer a little bit. Um, he also mentioned that we're seven months into it, obviously. Um, they, and I'm saying I'm a lot, so I apologize. I'm just trying to collect my thoughts here because there's so much going on. Uh, sorry for the quick pause. Just again, looking over my notes. You sports, he still didn't mention anything. Uh, there's a lot of people out there, myself included, Melissa included, even though she's on our children's uh, board for Little League, um, and they're still going to plan everything. They're still in the works. That's why they're having meetings. They're, they're still working on that spring season to get everything started because that's still their plan. But they still acknowledge they are up in the air with everything because of what the governor's saying, and he still hasn't come out anything. He's supposed to come out next week, he said, but a lot of people were still expecting this announcement to be that uh, full-on announcement of, hey, this is what we're going to do. And he's just like, oh, yeah, we're going to pass it off till next week. Great. Uh, your record is still on par with yourself. So uh, the restrictions. So he did finally, finally lower restrictions and allowed up to 250 people to meet at any given place, restaurant, uh, church. So now church can go up. Originally, it was up to 50 people. Now it's two, up to 250, which that's an incredible jump. Uh, usually every other governor that has been lowering restrictions has been like, we, okay, we'll go from 50 to a hundred. And he does mention that. Uh, so we've, we've also said on this show a lot that it just takes one, one person to infect everyone else. You're not going to stop people from getting cases, uh, from getting infected. 
It's just, it's not going to happen. You can't stop people from getting the flu. You can't stop people from getting a cold. You can't stop people from getting influenza, pneumonia. Pick whatever one. You're not going to stop it. So you have to, this is why we have that opinion of just open everything up and let the individual businesses take control of, of their health protocols. That's what should have been done in the first place. As far as make the state should be coming out with recommendations. You can recommend all, all you want and follow those guidelines. However, that's not what's been happening. And that's why people are pissed off myself included <laughs> in case you haven't looked at uh, any of our shows before. This is your first time. Go back, check them out. We've been yelling at the governor and criticizing him hard because frankly, these decisions have just been asinine. So, but whatever, going back, uh, he did open up to 250 people or 50% of the, the building capacity. So, um, excuse me, I have allergies because it's that time of the year where my allergies kick in hard uh, when we transition from summer to fall. Um, no, it's not the Rona. <laughs> this happens to me every year. Uh, and then what I found interesting is when he just talked about Larger venues. Now, larger venues have been closed. Uh, you're looking at the uh, T-Mobile. Uh, they're looking at the the football, the Raiders Stadium, uh, other venues. And they finally can open up at a maximum of 10%. And here's the real kicker. You have to still get approval from the state. So, again, the state is controlling whether you can have you can be open or not follow you follow certain guidelines that they have put out and the, the state can be like yes we will allow you to open or no because you're a bad boy and we don't like you um that's really what it comes down to uh they would probably deny it if they heard me saying this but we all know it's true it's just it's just fact if you are that concerned Again, we've said this from the beginning. If you are that concerned about getting infected, don't go. It's that simple. Hide in your house. Don't go to work. Live in fear. Because that's really what you're doing. Um, I Again, I wear a mask at work because I have to. And I do wear uh, a mask. And mind you, everything is under my nose. So I don't even wear it properly on purpose. But... Uh, and it just goes to show that nobody really cares about this. Is They just want to see you wearing something, even whether it's correctly or incorrectly or whatever the case may be. So they, we, I do walk into businesses because businesses, it's not their fault. Uh, they're being attacked. Uh, sorry, I'm getting a phone call here. Let me turn that off. Um, oh, Obi-Wan. Uh, <laughs> so... They're being attacked just as much as we as the individual are. So try not to be so hard on the businesses. I get if you want to, if you do have a medical condition, absolutely, like asthma, and you can't wear a mask, by all means, that's your right to to exercise and keep doing it. If if you feel like you have to wear a mask, you can always wear a mask. It, it, it comes down to the individual, but the business... Um, is just trying to stay open. That's all they're trying to do. They're trying to make money. They're trying not to be closed down because that's been the biggest problem from the beginning. And he, gosh, sissy pants just is, is not cool about all this. He, uh, it's about control. It really is. And even have, uh, what is it? The governor of, I want to say... Virginia, I have to look that up, uh, but uh, and a representative, um, I don't think it was Virginia, might have been Pennsylvania, somewhere over there, back east, and they it was they were on a hot mic, and you can look this up, you can go find it, and they're on a hot mic saying this is uh, political theater that that is going on. Uh, I found that video of it's so interesting. These guys are such a joke. Uh, and the people that are buying into this, you're just being played. And I've said this from the beginning. You're, you're just being played. It, it's absolutely ridiculous. So we, we are able to increase the capacity of people. And he did say that 
the is on top. The 250 is on top of the people working there. So the crew that's working at whatever facility, church, uh, larger venue, things like that. Uh, they they can be up to 250 people or 50% of the capacity, depending on which is closer. And I find that interesting uh, that 251 people would be too much and it could get you shut down. It goes back to the 50 people. And the what's in, what's even more interesting about that is the reason that he really did it, and you can look this up, on Friday, I believe it was, the president came out publicly and said that if he didn't open up and made it equal to the rest of his guidelines for, for religious uh, structures, churches, mosques, everything, then he was going to come in and override his decision because it hasn't been fair for churches, uh, temples, mosques, all of it, right? It has it has been fair for them. The max they've been able to do is fifty percent, and they, well, everyone else has been. I'm sorry, fifty people, not fifty percent. Everyone else has been fifty percent, but he's been fit. But they've been fifty people. Period, regardless of the size of their structure and how much they can actually hold. So he's kind to he's kind of went back and he said and he also said that if they have two separate areas, like if you have there's this one church that we that we went to that actually has an obviously an indoor area, but they also have they also do uh, it's like a religious school, almost like a not a, I don't want to say Catholic school, but it's kind of like that. Um, it's a Christian based school, and where the kids can do like PE and there's a field and they have an auditorium things like that, so they can have up to two two hundred fifty people in different structures. <laughs> so take that however you will. Uh, there's, they're still going to interact with each other in the parking lots or whatever. And it's, it's dumb. Like he, he's, he's making these stipulations, but he's making it look like, oh yeah, I'm, I'm lightening up, quote unquote, lightening up. And it, it's just ridiculous a lot. Um, it, and it's just amazing how this also was announced at the same time as the 2020 debate. <laughs> So he was really just, I don't know if he was trying to hide it or he wasn't paying attention or or what. I mean, it just shows how much more of a moron he is. Uh, people were watching the debate, debate and had to go back, and because that's what I did. I had to actually go back, see the recording, not the live version. And the questions are still softball questions that he gets. And it's... It's so frustrating, so annoying. The press is just a joke. As you found out in the 2020 debate, which we're going to talk about. Uh, that's why you clicked on it. So we're going to talk about that a little bit later. Uh, what, I, what I wanted to bring up first was the recall. So the recall, we've been doing good. Or we've been growing. We're getting tons of signatures. We've been spreading out to more areas, and people are posting. So, again, if you want to recall the, the Nevada governor, Go to takingnevadaback.com, and there'll be a link in the description. And go find a place to sign if you are volunteer, or at least spread the word. That's the biggest thing you do. Word of mouth is is amazing. And if you can go to the groups, whether it's Twitter, I believe they're on Parlor now, so you can go check them out there, or uh, the Facebook group. They constant people are constantly posting on what, where they're at, what times they're going to be there, things like that. So go check them out and tell your friends, tell your family. If you guys want them out, go sign it. But the reason I bring it up is, so I'm not going to name the establishment they're at, but they were they were at this establishment and they had this plan. It was a is a big ordeal. They were expecting a ton of people, which they got. And but be, while there was right before they even started setting up at this establishment, OSHA shows up. That's right. OSHA showed up and pretty much threatened that if they continued and set up where they were were on the establishment's property, then they were going to shut down the establishment because they were going to violate 
the quote unquote law, which it's not a law. It's a directive. And, and people are like, well, it's a directive. We have to follow it. No, you don't. You don't have to follow it because it's not a law. It, law enforcement cannot enforce anything because it's not a law. Um, and the constitution actually supersedes any law. So if a law violates the constitution, no, the constitution is like, is above everything else. And top of, and above that is God who made the laws in the first place, whether you believe in God or not, that's what it's based off of. So take that as you, however you want. But the constitution is the supreme law of the land. And if it violates that, which these directives have been, they have been violating people's rights. And a lot of people are going to come at me in the comments. Well, I've been feeling my rights have been violated. Well, Cause you don't realize you're obviously not smart enough to realize that what your rights are. You haven't, you're like, well, I can't go see grandma. Well, that's violating your right. You know, you're placing fear in your mind. That's really what it is in your mind to keep you at home, to keep you away, to keep you separated, to keep you divided, to keep you divided. That's what everything is about. Um, the, the mass, um, the mass thing is a way to muzzle you. It's a form of compliance. They want to see how far they can push it. That's, that's everything. Uh, I, oops, that's the wrong one. See, I'm trying to do a hundred million things at once. And because I'm by myself today and it's a little difficult. How dare you? That's the one I want to do. Yeah. So how dare you? <laughs> I'll get it. I promise. Um, so it, it's a way to see how far you're going to comply. Because the politicians, they don't believe any of this crap either. And that's all it is if it's crap. Some people believe in it, and if you, more power to you, whatever. Obviously, we disagree. You ha you be you. That that's all I got to say. But OSHA went out, um, threatened to fine and close down the business. Yeah, I, I don't know how you don't see a problem with that. So the only thing, because... The governor can't send law enforcement, really, because the sheriffs are more in control of the law enforcement um, than the governor. The governor can make certain orders, uh, but the sheriffs can choose to follow it or not. So that's why they're elected officials as well. But he control, but the governor controls OSHA for the state's OSHA. So he can send them out, and he even said that they will continue to have the reserved authority, whatever that means, uh, to go out and handle these types of situations. Now, all they did, in, as far as the recall is concerned, is move it to the sidewalk, I believe, and people still showed up. They still collected signatures, but OSHA couldn't say anything. So, yeah. So now we just have to switch tactics and, you know, play the game a little bit in order to, to make this happen. So, again, if you can, if you think it's wrong, and you want to do something about it, go sign it's, or volunteer. Um, spread the word. Uh, all of the above will, will help get this guy out. It, it's just stupid, ridiculous now, and we need to do something about it. So finally, let's get to the big one. The 2020, the first debates, and... Uh, <laughs> That's pretty much how we felt about it. Uh, there was a lot, a lot going on. Uh, do it. <laughs> I think I will do it. Uh, I, I have a lot of notes for this. Wow. That's all I got to say is wow. Uh, they, it, didn't, it didn't go how I thought was going to go, to be honest with you. Uh, I thought Trump was going to wipe the floor with Biden, and, and he did for the most part. Uh, I didn't think, and I knew Chris Wallace was biased, but I thought he'd be more professional than what he was. He was not professional at all. He should not have been there in the first place, and I said that in the beginning. He should not have been there. 
It was absolutely ridiculous. Uh, things escalated really fast. Uh, the president was given the first question. He answered it calmly. And then Biden was allowed to speak. And he started spewing just things that were incorrect. So, of course, being a debate, the president chimes in. And Wallace immediately tries to shut him up. Huge disrespect from both Wallace and Biden. And people on the left are saying, well, Trump's the bully. He was the one attacking and blah, 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 blah. It was two against one. And I thought it was in, in typical Trump fashion. I thought it was fantastic. I, I personally love the way he talks. It's direct to the point. You know where he stands. What is amazing is he straight up called out from the beginning. This is why I love him is, well, he's pointing out Wallace He's like, well, I'm actually debating you instead of him. So, but that's all right. <laughs> so I thought that was great. It's like, he called it out in the very beginning. He's like, look, this is, he already knew this was going to be a shit show. He knew he was going to be attacked. And it, it was just absolutely hilarious. Uh, the bias opinion of Wallace that he has of the president, it, it just totally came out. It was obvious. And it's not going to get any better in these other debates. I'm going to warn you right now because look up who they have and all of them are biased against President Trump. All of them. They cannot stay neutral. They, it is impossible for them to stay neutral like a moderator should. And to kind of point this out, the, uh, what is it? The Trump war room tweeted, Wallace interrupted POTUS 76 times and only Biden 15 times. That, that's a bias. <laughs> You're like, well, you did it with Biden. Nowhere near as much. Now, let's say he interrupted President Trump, let's say, 42 times and Biden 38 times. I'm just pulling numbers. Well, okay, that's a little bit closer. You could say, oh, it's not really a bias. You could say at that point that Trump was being a little overzealous and, and all this stuff. That didn't happen. There's a clear interrupting, hey, Biden's listening, I, and I'm going to get into that in a second. Biden was listening, and uh, and it was just clear. It, everything was clear. It was everything that was against Trump. And yet still was able to get his jabs in, his crosses. Um, he brought out actual facts. The Gateway Pundit pointed out that Biden... Uh, said 33 to statistics that Biden was bringing out, all of them, well, not all of them, but like 33 of them were mis- or disinformation. They were wrong. And that should tell you everything, which I already knew because I'm following this stuff. Maybe many of you did as well, and I hope you did, and actually see that what he's saying is incorrect and factually incorrect and I love the fact that President Trump came out and called them out on their corruption, on their their crookedness. They're, they're just really bad people. Of course, Biden's going to deny it. But the fact that he's like, I have video, I have documents, I have everything. He's, he's waiting because of the stupid quote-unquote rule that if you're running for president, you can't go after him legally for crimes, which is a load of horse shit. If someone broke the law, you should be able to go after them, regardless of who they are, the president included. Um, that's why it's law and order. Uh, it, it was, it was, it was pretty amazing. In fact, uh, I, I, again, I, I just can't get over the fact that he called him out, called out Hunter, Hunter Biden. And, and rightfully, and rightfully so. I mean, who knows? I mean, maybe Joe Biden doesn't even remember any of this stuff anymore. Who knows? But I think he, I think he does, and he was just denying it. Because if you look at his body language, 
He he was down. It looked like honestly, and you can confirm this if you want a good way to to uh, tell. There's actually a great video by uh, what's the name of that channel I follow? Um, Body Language Ghosts. Uh, she has a great video on she, and that's all she does is is read body language on on politicians and and other celebrities and things like that but mostly politicians, and she actually breaks down Trump a little bit, but mostly Biden. And she comes out and says it looks like he's listening to someone. A lot of the times he's looking down, he, he's trying to focus on, what, on something else. There have been plenty of pictures, even though everything is getting taken down by it and saying fact-corrected, quote-unquote, and saying that, you know, he got caught, caught with wires and some type of microphone, it looks like, in his wrist. Uh, I cannot confirm nor deny anything. It, it all I'm saying, based off the pictures, it's hard to deny it. <laughs> so, but again, I wasn't there. So I'm only going by those pictures like many other people. And some people are going to come up with excuses until it definitively comes out saying, yes, uh, I think Biden did get the questions ahead of time. It's just my opinion. Again, I have no way to prove it, but he was, he was pretty prepared for them. And uh, yeah, I find that, I found that pretty interesting. I, the reason I like Trump so much is that you could throw something at them, at him and he will react just pretty much like that. He goes after it head on, and I think we need more politicians like that, I, especially on the Republican side. This is we've been critics of the Republicans as well because they've been laid back with with a lot of this stuff. Uh, Lindsey Graham uh, set, came out kind of a little bit against President Trump as well, and I, and I've never been a fan of Lindsey Graham. Uh, I think he I think he is two faced. I think. That's just my opinion. I, I don't get a full-on conservative feel out of him. Uh, he, was, he was friends with uh, McCain. And so there, I think that he's into some, some shady stuff like many others. I, and, and again, he's a Republican. So this is me criticizing him. There, there's very few people, I think, that will really go after it. And, there, and I publicly announced who I uh, who I like and I think w is in it for the people and want to and want to see justice and law and order. Um, Ted Cruz, Jim Jordan, uh, just to name a couple. Uh, Matt Gates, I think, um, cares about the people. Uh, so, and a few others. Uh, obviously, the president, his family. It, it's. It, it's. It was. Yeah, the debate was interesting. There's many more. I have so many notes. Uh, so the disrespect that Biden came out with was absolutely. You suck. Yeah, it, he does suck. Uh, people on the left are going to be like, no, Joe Biden was great. And, and blah, blah, blah. he called the president a clown, which he immediately corrected. But I think the person in these ears like, no, don't say that. Don't call him a clown. <laughs> uh, and. Then he also told him to shut up. Even President Trump didn't say to Biden he should shut up. <laughs> that there's a, oh my gosh, like there's a clear lack of respect. And President Trump was right when he said there was no uh, peaceful transfer of power. There never was, and he called him out on it again. He's been he was calling him out the whole night. There would never was a peaceful transfer of power, and you. You can say, oh, yeah, there, no, there wasn't. It, it is blatantly obvious. I've had my liberal friends, and I say liberal because they're not left. Uh, they're, like, they're left to center, and even they've come out and said, no, like, they've attacked him pretty hard, uh, and, like, to the point where nah, we didn't even do that with Obama. Uh, people on the right, conservatives, we did not do this with Obama. Um People on the left have come at him hard, and he's put up with it. He's fought against it. He's fought through it, and he's even and he's 
Fact, he's bringing jobs back. Fact, he's securing our borders and our country. Fact, he's going after all the bad guys, sex trafficking, drugs. Harder than any other president. Harder. He's creating peace deals. He's not creating new wars like previous presidents. That's including Bush, who was a Republican. They're not creating wars. He's creating peace deals. In the words of President Trump, that's huge. <laughs> it's absolutely huge. It's fantastic. Uh, <laughs> uh, which it, it really is fantastic. He, he actually put an embassy in Jerusalem. Everyone else talked about it. He actually did it. I, I, people are like, well, I just don't like the way he talks. That's fine. You don't have to like the way he talks. Point is, is what has he done? And he's done more for the, for the people and created peace more than any other president. Obama created division. It started with him. You say, oh, this is Trump's administration. It's his division. No, it started with, with Obama because under Bush... We actually had, because of 9-11, we actually had unity. Even though I do think uh, it's a little conspiracy theory for us to actually go to war in the Middle East uh, because of 9-11, I think that it was allowed to happen like Pearl Harbor. Again, my opinion, do your research on it to counteract me or for, go for me. But I think that was the case. But it did unify the country. Then Obama comes in and he... Racism is, which is a load of crap, in my opinion, because you judging anybody on their skin color, one way or the other, it, that's your fault. That's your racism. If you want to end it, stop doing that. You're like, well, it's not that easy. Well, yeah, it is. Stop judging people on their skin color. Judge them how they treat you, how they act. We've said this lots of times. And this is what I teach my kids. I go, your skin color doesn't matter. How do they treat you? How are they as a person? If they're a dick, then treat them as such. If they're nice to you and compassionate, treat them as such. Because they deserve it. And that's, that's the whole point. <sighs> I'm getting a little off track here, but it, it all leads to each other. Like, President Trump has tried repeatedly, but the left is fighting him because they're in the fight of their lives because again he is coming he's came out and said i have all of it i have that video evidence i have document evidence i have everything i need to prosecute all of you and biden didn't say shit he just put his head down listened to his handlers and there you go um i'll probably get flagged and try and the fact check that, oh, he wasn't. And I was like, well, that's my opinion. There's evidence to support that opinion. And whether it's true or not, definitively, well, then if it's not true, I can change that opinion. It's that simple. I've done it before with George Floyd. I've done it before with Breonna Taylor. And we've talked about those. So there you go. Uh, you're allowed to change your opinion if new evidence has come out so just keep, keep that in mind uh let's see here oh I, I don't know why people are doing this with with joe biden but they keep calling him vice or calling him vice president like he's still in office and and every it's former or mr and that it's former vp or mr biden that's way it's it should be um if you're no longer in that position, that's like me going to a, a chairman, a CEO, uh, and, and let's say you have a chairman of a huge company. Then they retire, they leave, they whatever, uh, but you're still calling them chairman when, no, they're no longer holding that title. They're just a regular person now. So it, it's the same idea. It's the same thing. Um, when you talk to... And you're like, well, it's out of respect. Well, no, it's it, it's also implying that they hold more authority when he he himself has come out and said, I'm I'm not in office anymore. 
that Pat, since Trump took office, he hasn't been in office. He hasn't done anything. He's been hiding in his basement up until now. Uh, <laughs> it's, it's fantastic. Uh, <laughs> I, should, I should get a button for that. It's like, it's fantastic. <laughs> Maybe I'll do that next time. Uh, so it, it's, uh, <laughs> yeah, I agree. Uh, so, you know, maybe I'll do that next time. But yeah, he, and what is also a fact is that Biden has no real accomplishment after 47 years, for almost a half century, almost realize that three years from a half century, he hasn't done anything of, of significance. He talks about how racism in this country. What did you do to correct that in your 47 years? Pelosi's been in for 38, 39 years. Other politicians over 40 years. What have you done to correct this stuff? Not much. In fact, I think you've helped increase it. We were on the track of, hey, racism was an all-time low and we are doing so much better. And yeah, it, it was it was actually going in a really good direction. Uh, America was evolving to be what the founding fathers wanted it to be in the first place. And until so all the corruption came in, all the um, the manipulation from politicians, both sides. Republican, Democrat, independent. If you have an ulterior motive other than being for the people, I mean, for example, everyone's making a big deal about Trump's tax returns. I guarantee he pays taxes. There's no way around it. Now, does he try to pay as many as minimal amount of taxes as possible? I have no doubt. Guess what? So do you. All right. When you go out and pay your taxes, your main objective, and you do your tax returns, your main objective is to get as much money back in a refund as possible or to at least not pay any taxes additional. Right? So don't get on me about a billionaire uh, paying a low amount of taxes. You're, you're pathetic. You really are. Worry about you, first of all. If anything, you want to worry about people's taxes it should be these politicians that go in broke or almost nothing and then come out of it millionaires when they retire. That concerns me. Like, wait, what just happened? All right. Now, during the course, maybe they've written some books or maybe they, they had a side business that created even though they were in office. But then I would still question that, that motive because if – you have a business or a spouse that's in a business. What makes you think you wouldn't kind of pass some stuff to assist that business or stimulus to go to certain businesses? Something that you or your spouse or someone you know is running. Don't tell me that doesn't happen. <laughs> it absolutely happens. So, I really hope you guys are thinking about this. Um, I have a lot of people who fight me. It was like, well, their, their spouse is doing is really the business and blah, blah, blah. Okay. Don't you think it's a bit of a conflict of interest? Just a little bit. Just a smidge. I, I, I don't know. I mean, that's well, boys who talk dirty, grow up to be Democrats. Pretty much. <laughs> so let's look at my notes here. So, I talked about, uh, oh, the white supremacy. Uh, that's another big one they're trying to attack. So, again, he has to clarify this. He has mentioned multiple times before he became president, during, and probably will say after he's president. He is against any type of racism, whether it's on the right or the left. He's against it. Um, I actually have a quote here. Give me a second. Let me pull it up. So, this was back in August 14, 2017. So he's president at this time. This was during the Charlotte um, situation. Uh, da, 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 da. Let me uh, pull it up here. Hold on. Okay. So during the yeah, 2017 the, in that Charlotte situation, which was a really bad situation, 
Um, I'm not going to read the whole statement. If you go to whitehouse.gov, and I'll post a link in the description um, to read the whole statement from that time. But, again, he's made comments before this. He's made comments after this. Um, I'm going to read this one paragraph. So racism is, quote, racism is, e is evil. And those who cause violence in its name are criminals and thugs, including the KKK, neo-Nazis, white supremacists, and other hate groups that are repugnant to everything we hold dear as Americans. That's a quote from President Trump. So in, during the debate, he said, do you condone white supremacists? He said, sure. He said, sure, three times. I don't know why he has to go in this big or elaborate, oh, I condone it, blah, blah, blah. He had, he's done it in the past. I, I just read it to you. Why does he have to? It's, I understand where he's coming from because I'm actually like this myself. He's a guy who does not like to repeat himself. Like, probably despises it. <laughs> and because I'm a guy who despises repeating himself. I do it all day at work. And then I have two kids. So obviously I do it at home. I even do it with my wife. Uh, and she's not here. Don't tell her that. <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, I do it all the time. I constantly repeat myself and I hate it. Um, so if there is different ways for me to say the same thing, I'm probably going to do it. Um, or I'm like, you just need to pay better attention. Cause I'm just going to get annoyed with you and rightfully and rightfully. So, uh, let me get out of there. So, um, again, everything's going to be in the description. So if you're interested in checking that out, please, please go there. Uh, let's see here. I, I just thought it was, uh, it, overall, it was, it was a shit show. It really was. I'm going to agree with pretty much everybody on both sides. But it, it was, I still think uh, President Trump won that debate. His facts are just spot on. And Biden couldn't keep up. Uh, he had to do a lot of, he tried to attack President Trump in a lot of ways. And really what was happening was everyone was trying to be the dominant one. And, and that's really what the problem is. The moderator should have been um, politically neutral. As, as hard as that is, especially in this day and age, you, you got to try and, as a moderator, you should have been politically neutral. You should have had the ability to maybe just turn off mics and, on both sides and be equal with it. Uh, I think that would have been like the fairest way to do it. But as far as Biden and, and President Trump, uh, they they each were trying to uh, have the dominant role, which in the end, President Trump just had it. And a lot of people come at him as, as being a bully. Uh, no, he's in a situation where he's constantly, prior to becoming president, has been in making deals with huge companies, with politicians, world leaders, and... He, he, you have to carry yourself in a certain way to, to negotiate. You have to be tough when you negotiate. So, or going back and forth into debate, uh, it, it's just, it's, it has to happen. If you're the weaker one, you're going to lose the, the negotiation every time. Every time. Uh, that's, what, that's what a lot of people don't realize, is that you have to carry yourself and be a certain amount of aggressive aggressiveness to the table. Again, he brought it, he brings it here in a debate. This is why he's also so aggressive with the press because it is a dominant uh, position he's trying to take. And Biden, it looked more like he was told to be dominant. I don't see, even when he was vice president, he didn't look like a dominant person. Even though he admitted on videotape that he, uh, uh, committed some crimes. <laughs> Go look it up uh, with the whole Burisma thing and and yeah, <laughs> and the check and yeah. Go look it up. It's it's out there. Uh, so if I get taken down for what I'm saying, then that's gonna show the media bias or the social media bias because I, I how can you? That's that's the thing when it comes to these fact checkers is. 
like they're showing pictures. They're showing they're like, oh, these are doctored. Well, how do you know they're doctored? Do you have a person analyzing the the pictures? No, you don't. You're just <laughs> they they go they find an article that contradicts. Let alone, but it's a left leaning article versus a right leaning on it. It's like no, this says this, so this is this is misleading or it's wrong. It's like they're the fact checkers are counteracting doctors and their statements. I'm sorry. Do your fact checkers have PhDs? And even then, I don't consider every. Now, if you came back with, well, this doctor counteracts what this doctor said. Okay, well, that doesn't necessarily mean the original doctor was wrong. It just means that it's not conclusive. And that doesn't necessarily mean anything at that point. Um, again, more evidence has to come out. So, same here with Trump, same with everybody. So, when it comes to these social media outlets, and people on there, man, it's just, I'm seeing so much emotion on both sides. It, it's actually, people need to kind of take a step back a little bit and realize that you got to listen to the facts because there were facts in there and you got to see how people are reacting to these facts. Were you listening? Trump was, flat out came out and said, there's corruption. They're, and they have all the evidence. They're going to come out and get these people. Um, I was actually surprised he, he actually said that because I've known that piece of information for a while, um, and I didn't think he was going to do it in a debate. I thought he was going to make a statement. Oh, wow. <laughs> that, that, was, that was interesting to me. That was, that was pretty powerful. And when it comes down to it, these, these left-leaning politicians, they're scared. That's the reason we're seeing the violence. And the oh, oh, before going back to um the white supremacy, adding to that. Oh, I almost forgot this. This is important. Did you pay attention to what Joe Biden said about Antifa? About how it's not an organization, it's an ideology. I'm sorry, but they look pretty organized because the whole rioting and and burning down and killing the murder of people, that seems pretty well organized. They they have U-Haul trucks, and this is fact. They have U-Haul trucks full of shields and water and weapons and stuff to throw, and it's, really? <laughs> really? <laughs> it's an ideology. Uh-huh. Just like Black Lives Matter is for all black people. Uh-huh. Unless you're wearing a police uniform. Unless you're a non-criminal. Unless you're a child, you know, you have to be a, a criminal that's been abused by the police, supposedly abused by the police for Black Lives Matter to come out and say anything. And yet both these groups are taking in donation money and rerouting it to guess where the DNC. So again, fact, go look it up. So... Yeah, it, it, it's interesting times. Things are going to get tough um, before they get a lot better. And even after the election, I mean, the other big thing was the voter uh, fraud situation, which I think is going to need to be brought up. Uh, a lot of people, it, it, fraud is happening. And it's out there in the news. Uh, people are throwing away ballots. People are throwing away uh, or harvest ballot or ballot harvesting. Uh, Ilhan Omar has been caught by Project Veritas. Uh, go look up those videos. I think their second one is coming out soon. They're part two. <laughs> what, what more evidence? You have people coming out saying, yeah, this is happening. And yet people are refusing to see it. Why? Because they don't like President Trump or they hate President Trump. Because they don't like how he talks, how he treats people. It offends me. Instead of looking at what the man has actually done. I'd rather take a man like President Trump, who is a bit harsh when he needs to be, but backs up what he says and does, does what he says and has everything else to back it up along with it. Uh, versus someone who is a silver-tongued snake tells you one thing and does another. 
Remember when they promised that you won't lose your doctor for Obamacare? Well, guess what? People lost their doctors. People's premiums skyrocketed. They talk about the, the 20 million Americans that, you know, are, are covered. Great for them. Guess what? 60 million Americans lost their coverage. There were fines. If you didn't sign up, you were going to get fined, which made it mandatory to sign up, even though it was stupid expensive. Premiums skyrocketed. During that time, through work, I, I get really good health care through work. I, I was scared I was going to lose it. And we were all scared at where I work. How many people actually did lose it? People that needed it. You're talking about people with pre-existing conditions. Well, a lot of them who are working had coverage and they lost it. And I'm sure President Trump has a plan. Guess what? He usually does. Just because he hasn't announced it on your time frame. Tough shit. Yeah, everything doesn't evolve around you. And I'm firsthand experience of knowing that. So, uh... On that note, let me uh, go ahead and close this out. I, I hope uh, I was at least somewhat entertaining and somewhat fun um, without Melissa here. Uh, she was out on vacation, so. So thank you for joining us today or joining me today, I should say. Uh, again, I did have a lot of fun um, trying to explain all this stuff and Hopefully it gave you a little bit more insight, uh, give you a different opinion or at least a different viewpoint of a different opinion if you were opposite of me. And we'll see how this goes. There's going to be a few more debates and I will be posting that and I'll still try to keep you updated as best I can about the situation here in Nevada. And hopefully things go out good. So uh, don't forget to check us out on our social media, uh, our different audio platforms if you're just listening to the podcast. And don't forget to like, subscribe, share, and all that fun stuff. It helps us out greatly. And don't forget to go to our merch store. I should have done this all this before. But go check out our merch store. It helps out the channel um, every little bit. So, uh, again, we love you guys. But remember, people suck. All right. You have a good one. <laughs>